0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer and today I wanted to talk to you about emotional eating and some things that I experienced late in 2022. Now I'm someone who really and truly struggled with emotional eating for a very long time in my life. I it was a cereal binge eater. I would really rely on, you know, emotional eating to help me during anxious times or trouble times and never really made me feel good, but it was something that I always did. And so late in November, we had a lot of things going on and I'm just going to Leave it at that, because no one needs me crying on this podcast episode. But essentially, I was feeling very sad, very emotional. Ooh, got to keep it together, Nikki. Um, very overwhelmed, and I had these old thoughts of, "Who like it would be really nice to open up the pantry and like eat everything. And this is when I had to remind myself that Yes, you feel all these things. You feel these things very deeply. You're, you know, sad and, and these are tough emotions to deal with. But if you go stand in front of that pantry, Nikki, and you start to open the things and you open up all your chocolate bars and you open up the chips and you dig through the granola bars and you do all these things, is it going to help with the emotions that you're, having? Are any of those feelings that you have, are they going to disappear after you've eaten all those things? And I know the answer. I know the answer because I'm an emotional eater and I've been there, done that. I never truly felt better. Did I temporarily feel better while I ate? Yes. Did I enjoy it? Yes. Did it help me self-soothe? Yes. But after, when I was done eating, I felt uncomfortable. I felt shame. I felt guilt and all the challenges or problems that I had before I binged were still there. And these are the things that I try to remind myself. And I know it's not always easy. And if you are someone who is an emotional eater, it is not something that just stops overnight. And i have a lot of clients who come to me with this challenge. And I always say, look, I am not um, a magician. It's not going to stop overnight, it's going to be a journey, and it's going to take consistent effort and progress. And progress is going to look different for different people. For some people, it's recognizing, oh, this is an emotional moment, I'm choosing to do all these things. And not necessarily stopping, but recognizing it in that moment. And that's the very first step, because I think a lot of us go through these emotional eating periods where we just turn on autopilot, go through the thing and then go, oh, holy smokes, I didn't, I didn't even realize. And so being able to, in the moment, realize you're doing something is the first step. Some people are able to realize it and stop. Some people, they are able to realize and stop sooner than they would have in the past. They still eat emotionally, but they stop sooner. And these are the, you know, the the progression for a lot of people when it comes to healing this habit we have. But I really do try to remind people that for a lot of us, it is a habit. It's a coping mechanism that we have developed over the years of trying to get through hard times or deal with anxiety or emotions and anything like that. And so in order for us to have a different response, in order for us to stop that emotional eating, we need to have a new coping mechanism. We need to have a new strategy that allows us to go, okay, I'm feeling all these emotions. Do I want to eat? Yes. Will it help me? No. So what am I going to do instead? And it is a hard thing to go, oh, I actually need to address the problem, or I need to acknowledge I can't fix this problem by myself or right now. And how we move forward is you know, that's a whole other thing. But I really do think that people forget that in order to reduce their binge eating, and eventually move towards not binge eating or emotional eating, you need to do something different, right? Because for most people, it's a cycle, we have a trigger, we emotionally eat, and then we feel a certain type of way. And we move forward and say, Okay, next time, I'll just have more willpower, I'll just be stronger. But in reality, that's not the solution. It is finding something that actually helps us deal with those feelings and emotions, or even recognize that trigger so we can do something differently. And so if your goal is to reduce your emotional eating or binge eating, it is so important to actually pull back the layers and figure out what your triggers are. And then to try different things to see what actually helps with those triggers, what helps you feel better, what reduces those intense emotions. So you can actually move on and do something differently than eating. And I will say that I know it's going to be a frustrating journey for a lot of people, especially those people doing it on their own. But it really does work. And I can say that there was only one time last year that I emotionally ate. And I knew everything that was happening. I knew I was doing it. And it had been after we had spent an entire day driving my sweet fur child, Baxter, to the vet, to the animal hospital, you know, having them try to get me to fill in like a DNR, me losing my mind in the parking lot, hysterical crying, thought I'm gonna like, you know, have to say goodbye to him and just being so overwhelmed with emotions and grief and fear and then ordering food while we were driving home and it came I sat down and I was eating and I was like oh I'm full now and I'm like you know what I'm gonna eat more because in this moment I need a little bit more relief I need a little bit more self-soothing from the day that I have had because I am you know, hanging on. I really just hanging on by a thread. And so I did. I ate for an extra five minutes. Yeah, I felt full. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. But that was the one and only time that happened that year. And I was conscious of everything that I did in that moment. Do I regret it? Honestly, not really. Would I have changed it? Probably not. In that moment, in that day, it is really what I felt like I needed. And it was one meal for five minutes out of 365 days. So have I grown? Yes. Am I more aware of my emotions and my feelings and how I cope? 100%. But I say this because even as we grow, there are going to be times when we go, Oh, I've had a little slip up or something didn't quite go as planned. And I don't feel as successful as I did and and all of those things. And so it really is a journey of healing and self reflection to get to a place where you can not only reduce your binge eating or emotional eating but to really and truly stop it and so, as you go through this journey this year, be patient with yourself and I feel like I probably end a lot of podcasts with this way, but it is true. the patience and compassion and kindness we have for other people often can be limitless, but when it comes to ourselves and our own goals and you know, our ability to not show up perfectly all the time, we're hard on ourselves. It's never enough. We're always falling short and coming from a place of, you know, shame and guilt and fear and wanting to be better. It doesn't always work for most of us long-term. It has to be a matter of like, you know what? I see you working hard. I see you showing up for yourself and I know it's not perfect. But it does matter, all of your efforts matter and I am so proud of you. And this is the self-talk that I have for myself now. It is not always easy to do but I also know it gets me a lot further than me making me feel bad about myself or my choices or reminding myself that I haven't done enough and I could do more. That's not what's gonna keep us going long-term. So give yourself that grace and compassion. I promise you it will go a lot further in your journey and allow you to keep showing up for yourself even when things aren't perfect. On that note, thank you so much for listening. And if you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a five-star review, provide feedback, and let me know what you're liking about the podcast or what you'd like to hear more of. It is so incredibly helpful and I really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, though, you can also follow me on Instagram at justget.fit to learn more about my workout programs, food freedom course, and one-on-one nutrition coaching.